Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! That's a new one. Parisian. I don't know. Is that for the British version? It must be. Probably. All right, yeah. (laughs) That's okay. It works. Which I need to watch that one anyway. Yeah. They say it's great. Yeah. I think it's on. is it on Netflix? I think it's on Netflix. Oh. I could be wrong, though. I know I saw it somewhere yesterday when I was searching for it. Anyway. Yeah. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in with us again this week uh, for Shameless Season 5, Episode 4. This episode is called A Night to Remember... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am your host for tonight. My name is Joyce, and I'm joined by the lovely JJ Jurgen. Hi, guys. And Haley Clover. Hello, everyone. If you've joined us this week, that probably means you're subscribed. If not, go ahead and click that subscribe button so you guys can come join us every single week to watch our after show. Because we love to talk mm-hmm. all things Shameless. We're huge fans. And uh, every week we have something new to say. So until our next episode comes out, go ahead and follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Ajuri. That's J-A-J-O-U-R-I. And JJ, where can we find you? I'm at JJ Jurgens. And I'm at Haley Clover on Twitter and Instagram. Cool. So keep in touch with us, y'all. All right. <laughs> let's get started on this episode. This one was, was really good. I, I liked how different it was in terms of editing and composition. Like, we got some flashbacks from Frank's moments. What do you guys think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of stuff going on in this episode. I really like we were talking before how there, there's just there are so many different storylines with all the characters, you know, growing up and developing different, you know, side stories that I, yeah. it's, I find it really interesting because even if you're not into one, there, there's just something kind of for everybody, I feel yeah. like, lately. Yeah, never a dull moment. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I thought Frank's story this week was my favorite. Um, I know we'll talk about that. Oh, but yeah. uh, he's just, he never ceases to amaze me with how idiotic he can be <laughs> i mean he's just crazy I mean, he, but he's so funny he is he's so he's, funny he's so funny william h Macy is, is an amazing actor mm-hmm. i mean i've this episode made me feel so bad for frank i mean he's just stuck in this rut and he keeps going back to his old ways just when he thinks he has life by the horns it yeah. doesn't work out but you know yeah He's got a yeah. crazy storyline. <laughs> we'll get to him. He's yeah. probably the best, so we'll save the best for last. Yeah, I we'll agree. get to him later. But mm-hmm. we should start off with Carl. Um, he had kind of a small part yeah. this episode, but we <laughs> see him start off getting ready, getting dressed, and putting on a gold grill. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is he up to now? I mean, he's still on his crutches. He still has the cast on his leg, but he's mobile. Mm-hmm. He's doing mm-hmm. things, mm-hmm. crazy things. Yeah. yeah, we find out he's getting a job, and we're, we know it's not going to be. Probably a very legitimate job. We oh, yeah. guess. He then, tells Debbie yeah. and Fiona he's working at a fruit market. Yeah, right? market. He's a fruit vendor, and yeah. she and Debbie says, "You just said that because you picked up a banana." Little yeah. do they know he's going to start slinging drugs. <laughs> yeah, or you know, trying to, trying yeah. to. Yeah, so far failing miserably. But he gets ready. He goes out, and he's on the on the sidewalk under a bridge. 
mm-hmm. um, under a freeway overpass, I guess. And he meets these kids who are also selling drugs, but they're sort of like the headmasters of it all, like in their division. Mm-hmm. I don't know how these things work. So <laughs> I don't know the lingo, so I'm probably going to get turf. made fun of for it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but speaking of lingo, spot. he doesn't really know much about the whole drug trade and uh-huh. the drug world and what each word means in, in terms of like how they correlate with how much weight you can give a guy, like how much weight in drugs and what you should get paid for that. Mm-hmm. So he kind of gets in trouble with that. I yeah. like seeing his outfit transitions because I like seeing yeah. him try to dress up all gangster and be tough. And then um, I believe it was G-Dog that pulled up and was like, no, 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 no. I need <laughs> you to dress like the harmless little white boy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like We need someone like, people aren't going to be scared of. Yeah. Like you're on crutches. So you someone should probably just harmless. wear khakis yeah. and a polo. Yeah. So then, yeah. yeah, so then he's in the little prep school out, you know, prep boy with his combed over hair. Like, <laughs> and he so looks cute so cute. After, yeah. yeah. Oh my he gosh. does. He does. Guys, kids got to make money, you know? Well, I mean, he, he ends up losing to... money. It's he, true. Yeah. And I think they're, I think they're dealing cocaine. I think that's what it they got. Like yeah. It. And, um, he, you know, gave the, whatever the amount was. And then the kid was like, so how much did you get for that? And he only gets 20 yeah. bucks and gave, you know, dealt this guy what should have been at least $120. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now he owes this group of guys 100 bucks, yeah. and Which, you know, he doesn't have the money, yeah. so we'll see how he gets that. As we know, that's really risky, and, like, the kid threatened. Carly said mm-hmm. people like us get shot for for not getting enough money. Yeah, right. So Carl's kind of in a bind at, in this episode at this point. I feel like he doesn't quite know how... Uh, imperative it is to really like pay up as soon as possible because the rest of the episode he's kind of like gliding along with Frank and he tries to ask Frank for money but that's kind of it so mm-hmm. I, I hope I hope Carl like gets the sense of urgency yeah because yeah. he's in danger now yeah <laughs> right. well and interesting too that you know of course he goes to Frank for help and then Frank is the <laughs> one schooling him on what the ounces are worth and what or what the you know levels what of the, each the drugs term are, yeah. means you know and how much it weighs yeah. well and that's what like kills me ball. about all yeah. of them you know they're all so smart <clears throat> and they're smart in their own little ways like with Frank we see I mean he just lists off. A ton of different, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, yeah, maybe it's something you can memorize, but that's not just something that like everyone can just remember, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Lip's like the only one that we ever see actually using his intelligence, I guess. His book yeah. smart. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but I think they're all they're all smart. They're yeah. all brilliant yeah. kids for sure, and I just like how uh, Frank's wisdom that he imparts on on Carl is about <laughs> drugs which I mean that's the world he knows mm-hmm. and if Carl's got to survive in that world he's got to know these things mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I'm kind of glad Frank was there to guide him along at least he got serious about it got the flashcards out we see him oh, try to so cram <laughs> with drug flashcards at the end at the end he's <laughs> under his sheets he's got a flashlight and he's just yeah. you know, trying to figure it out <laughs> well I hope I hope he does yeah I mean Carl's at least bonding with <clears throat> Frank I He's the one character that I think continues to try to go back Mm -hmm. and get to know Frank a little better, which is, you know, I I think is great. Maybe they're not bonding, doing the right Mm -hmm. things, but at least there's some kind of relationship, father-son relationship there. I mean, the... Ballsy on his part that he's willing to do that after Frank burned him so badly in previous yeah. seasons, you yeah, know? Yeah, very true. Yeah, I, I guess at this point they're just like, he's, this is my life, this yeah. is my dad. He's forgiven him. Yeah, get what I can out of him and mm-hmm. have whatever relationship I can have. Speaking of relationships, Mickey and Ian, let's move <laughs> on to them. Um, their scenes were funny at first. Like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. when... So, they... Uh, was it Mickey? Yeah, he got uh-huh. the first um, lost luggage... 
delivered to the door. So they're like lost luggage thieves in this episode. <laughs> and I love the part where he uh, opens up the suitcase as Ian walks in. And I love how Ian doesn't get it at first. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you did this on purpose, you know? Yeah. Right. So when uh, when Ian first sees Mickey getting that luggage, he's like, what, you went on a trip? He's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. So he kind of catches on and knows what Mickey's doing. Um, but I love when Mickey opens his suitcase and pulls out the Hawaiian shirt. He's yeah. like, is this sexy? Huh? <laughs> yeah. I so. do too. And I like that we saw him then wearing it seated at the bar. Yeah. A yeah, later. yeah. Later on. It's awesome. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. So Ian sees Mickey do this once. And then Ian mm-hmm. goes and does it again and gets a couple more suitcases. Because they figure they could find a few things they could sell or a few things they could own. Um, but Ian finds like a giant dildo in one yeah. of the suitcases and starts chasing Mickey. I was like, ew! That one made me really laugh because I was just thinking about like how many dildos are on that set. Like, and I don't know why that? my brain went there. I mean, because there are everywhere, but I'm like, God, I wonder like if that, one of their giveaways, like, you know, is signed dildos. Yeah. yeah. Like, they're just as that great. and how many actual this? people travel with dildos. <laughs> I thought of that, too. Like, I, I'm sure more people than you think. Yeah. Probably, sure. but you think wouldn't that... I mean, they got to check your luggage for that, right? Like, when that no, size... it's not it's like, illegal. I don't, I don't think it's... It's not illegal, but I mean... Be used if, that, if that goes out, when you put it through the little x-ray thing... And, but this was luggage that was checked in, it seems. So they, uh, they don't right, necessarily, they, like... That's true, that's true. Uh, go through the, the baggage check or whatever yeah, it's yeah, called, yeah. the TSA or something. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So that I think that's how you can get away with it. So note to self. <laughs> how to get away yeah. with sex toys while you're traveling. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because we see Ian's sort of manic highs come into this mm-hmm. episode yeah. with, you know, in the form of this luggage thievery. Yeah. He, he starts off a little bit after Mickey gets the luggage and gets a few more. Mm-hmm. But then at Towards the end of the episode, we see Ian really get crazy with this yeah. whole thing. And, um, you know, we we come into Mickey's house again at the end of the episode, and it's just full of people's luggage. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like he's got this ho- these hoarding and OCD tendencies with this whole thing. Um, and he's probably not quite sure why he's doing all this. I think part of it, too, is I think he likes the thrill. Um, because they said, like, you know, you can get caught for this and get in a lot of trouble yeah. and he just I think mm-hmm. part of that is feeding his like yeah. you know, desire to do it and and he feels pretty confident in, in all this like he's mm-hmm. not gonna get caught he's wearing the suit that he stole from the from the suitcase I mean yeah it's just to him it's like just another adventure mm-hmm. you know and it, it doesn't matter what the consequences are so it's and it was interesting to see Mickey kind of realize that maybe he's taking on more than he can handle taking care of Ian yeah, yeah I think he definitely yeah. had a, a realization that you know, he might not be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's been trying to deal with it himself instead of getting him help. But I think he's, yeah, he's starting starting to finally realize, especially because he's now hanging out with Svetlana, who's wearing the clothes that they found in those suitcases. Yeah. She has, like, a gown on with this fur. Oh, yeah. And this fur, like, mink thing. Um, She's enjoying and, it. Yeah. And I think a lot of it, too, Ian probably saw that Mickey liked the feeling of his first suitcase. And so then maybe... With his, you know, um, illness, it's kind of like, oh, well, he really liked that, so I can do this a lot more, and I should keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And yeah. where he sees you know, it as okay, mm-hmm. right? But this is way more than Mickey imagined he would take on. Yeah. Well, and even Mickey told him that he can get in trouble. Like this needs yeah. to stop. Eventually, yeah. they're going to see that he keeps coming back to the airport to grab more exactly. suitcases. Yeah. So exactly, yeah. And we'll Mickey's see. probably like he probably really does need medication, but. 
who knows how long it will be before he decides to ask Fiona for help in taking care of Ian or, like, actually giving in and taking him to the doctor or the hospital. That's going to cause a lot of drama between the mm-hmm. two of them. Ooh, prediction. There, there you go. go. <laughs> we really don't see Could Mickey interact with Fiona no. at all. Mm-hmm. You know, they have they all bring their girlfriends <laughs> over or their girlfriends have, you know, lived in the house. And Fiona always has guys over, but Ian never brings... Mickey over, which is something I kind of just mm, you know that's thought true. of. They yeah. really don't interact much. No, I, I think she sort it's of just often. separates herself from the whole Milkovich clan. Mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. I don't think it's because like she doesn't like them per se. They probably just, I mean, there's no reason for it really. And yeah. Ian yeah. never really brings Mickey around either. Yeah, well, that's, so. mm, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, that's true. Well, hopefully Ian Who will knows? We'll come see. out of all yeah. of this. Um, but. What else? Do you guys have anything else to add about Ian and Mickey? I don't think so. I just loved Svetlana yeah. sitting on top of all the mountain of luggage. <laughs> yeah. At the end. She's just like chilling, like, all right. Yeah. Your redhead boy's gone crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's poor Ian. Um, speaking of redheads, we've got Debs. Aww, I love um, she had a fun storyline today. I loved yeah. her this episode. Yeah. yeah. She's coming out. She's coming out mm-hmm. on her own. <laughs> She's gaining a little more confidence. Yeah. yeah. Episode. Oh, yeah, totally. And I love seeing the side of her come out. I mean, we catch her first. Uh, well, first of all, she's she's with Carl in the beginning. We saw mm-hmm. them interact and everything but then uh, we see her coming out of i'm not sure what store she's coming out of a market and then she runs into holly and three other girls Mm -hmm. and as we know they've had some sort of beef the past few Uh episodes yes so um then uh, holly starts making fun of her calling her rapist because we know that you know she basically raped maddie to have sex with him yeah um and instead of taking it instead of you know like sulking off she Debs just straight up punches Holly yeah. in the face. Love it. I was Loved like, good punch. Hell yes. yeah. Go yeah. Debs. It was amazing. Yeah. Um, but right as the fight starts happening, as uh, as Debs is on her back on the ground, we see this like handsome, lean, muscular guy mm-hmm. run up and save the day. We'll just stop the fight anyway. I don't think he was really trying to save Debs per se, but he gave her some advice. He said, next time you try to take on a fight, mm-hmm. make sure that you have better skills because they're pathetic. Right. Well, I especially because thought... there were four girls. Yeah. yeah. Four yeah. on one fight, Debs like, whatever, got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which good for her for having the guts to do that against four of them. But yeah, I think then afterwards she got a little more than she bargained for. But yeah. I love this. I saw her tweet pictures of that out about two weeks ago. So I was wondering what nice. we were going to see because it was her and um, uh, Derek, the, the boy. Um, so yeah, and I thought it was a really sweet moment when she was genuinely like just shocked and just like, so nobody's ever done anything like that for her before. Yeah. So I think it was just a cute moment of her too. Yeah, like, yeah. she kind of like got she flustered. Got a, yeah, her. yeah. With uh, with gratefulness and like mm-hmm. she, you could tell she was immediately attracted. To yeah. Him. So his name is yeah. Derek on the show. Yes. I missed that completely. Mm-hmm. I was I called him Boxer Boy this whole time <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't catch his name at all. Um, but she sees him run off and on the back of his shirt is Reflex Athletics uh-huh. and she's like, "What is that?" What is that? And <laughs> she basically stalked him and found the yeah. place. Um, but he was he didn't take it so strangely that she came over and asked about fighting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but he doesn't really seem to tell the truth much. I know. I mm. haven't figured him out. He makes these funny jokes. Uh, Deb was asking him how he learned how to fight, and he was like, in juvie. And then he yeah. was like, nah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But then she's, you know, fighting with the girls later, learning techniques and everything about boxing, and then ends up 
you know, just totally kicking that girl in the shin <laughs> and punching her in the face. And the teacher is, like, super upset, but then he's in the background, and you can see him just, like, smirk a little bit. So it's that. like, yeah, it's like, what does yeah. he actually want? Because he puts on a front like she needs to know how to fight, but then kind of likes that she's just spontaneous yeah. and a little crazy. Yeah. So. A little unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like him, a little. And he also lies again when when she asked him, you know, why why did you want to learn to fight? And then he said, well, because my, you know, my dad was abused with my mom in order to protect her. I wanted to mm, learn right. how to fight. And that's, again, she, he was like, nah, just kidding. <laughs> right. <laughs> and she, she you could tell she got kind of tired of it. She was like, oh, yeah. it's BS. Yeah. Like, this guy's BS. So yeah. what is his story? What is his story? No. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm, I can't wait to find out. I know. Me too. I like him. I think he's a little cutie for her. Yeah. I think so too. Um, but she also, in the beginning of the episode, told Fiona that she wanted to start you know, taking birth control. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what I know. She said, <clears throat> Fiona said they were going to make an appointment for her to go to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. So I didn't know whether when she was first walking out with that bag before she got in a fight, I didn't know if that was oh, Planned Parenthood. Mm-hmm. I thought it could have been, but I figured oh. she might have gone with Fiona. So I don't know exactly. It might hmm. It might have been. You never yeah. know. I mean, yeah, she probably would have gone with her if anything. Yeah. That but. was one editing. You know how sometimes you notice editing in the shows where they have something and then all of a sudden they come back and they don't have it anymore? Yeah. She drops that bag after the fight and doesn't pick it back up. And I was uh, like, oh, you left your bag. <laughs> Continuity <laughs> error, guys. <laughs> Continuity <laughs> error. She was too, too caught she up in the She just didn't care. It was yeah. just a yeah, candy yeah. bar and she didn't need it anymore. <laughs> but again, this episode, we kind of see her and Fiona bond. And, you know, she's, she still has that open openness with her that, mm-hmm. that we saw last episode after she told her that she lost her virginity. So it's right. continuing, which I like. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, that's all I got for Debs. Yeah. Anything else you guys want to add? No. Nope. I'm, she, she's <laughs> no. so cute. She yeah, actually, good. on Instagram, she tweeted, a, or she Instagrammed a screenshot of that scene where she punches Holly. She's like, <laughs> go Debs! So it's cool to see Emma Rose Kenny really believe in her character yeah. and really appreciate that she's growing. Yeah. Right. That, oh, that's well, what she's I got, got such a fun season so far. You oh, yeah. Know? Like, so I'm sure she really likes, like, I mean, last year she had the old transitioning to growing up, but now even going steps further this right. year. So yeah. It's got to be really fun for her. Do we her know how old she is in real life? I think she was fairly in similar here last year. I can't remember what she told you know, us. I wasn't here that she day. Told us. Um, I'm going to assume she's. At least Deb's age. Well, I think, right? I think I'm she's gonna, 14. Yeah, I'm going to say they're similar. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Similar in age. But, but I yeah, think that's pretty cool to grow up kind of as two different people. Yeah. yeah. Especially if they are the same age. You grow up with one, you know, family, your non-acting family, yeah, yeah. and then your, it's like your cast elderly. family. It's kind of cool that, you know, she has two yeah. different mm-hmm. personalities. You're actually in another teenager's shoes. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, speaking of two... Uh, of one, I don't know if that's even a good segue, but I'm thinking of V and Kev's twins. <laughs> and let's talk about V and Kev right now. Um, <laughs> we already know that, you know, Amy and, and Gemma, they're twins. Mm-hmm. Like, they're pretty much taken care of by Kev at this point. Mm-hmm. V is very much into, you know, wanting her own, her, her old life back. And she's working to make, to make ends meet and everything. Mm-hmm. And she's struggling with the fact that her and Kevin aren't having sex. They're not the same yeah. as they used to be. Kevin is okay with the life they have yeah. right now. He's enjoying fatherhood, and he wants V to be in on this, but he doesn't seem to be resentful towards her about it, at least not until today. Mm-hmm. Uh, or yesterday. I keep saying today, but it, <laughs> the know. show aired yesterday. <laughs> um, 
So we know that V really wants to go out and have fun with Kevin. So they were in the process of interviewing a babysitter, um, which Kev didn't feel comfortable with because mm-hmm. the kids were too young and, you know, he didn't want to leave some their kids with a complete stranger. So she's like, whatever. She's like, babysitter can go home. She's like, I want to go party on my own. Instead of having Kev go to the club with her, she calls up Fiona and they, you know, have a plan mm-hmm. to go clubbing. Partners in crime. Uh, yeah. Exactly. But only clubbing for like, Five minutes, <laughs> yep. which is which it's all it took. Yeah, all, all it took was five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah, so uh, Fiona and V go to the club. They get a couple drinks. Actually, V didn't even drink yet at this point. No, she wasn't no, even, she's Fiona asked her what she wants: vodka soda. And Fiona's like, uh, vodka, vodka. Yeah, and then heads uh, right to the dance floor. And I, I love how we see that V has a type. Like, she approached the guy that kind of resembles Kevin to me. Like, yeah, a little bit. Know, nice. Tall dude, really handsome, and just, you know, he's, like, ready for ready for some <laughs> V dancing, some V love. <laughs> so she goes up to him and starts grinding his leg. But she, at first, I don't, she like she said before, she didn't intend to have that happen. Like, going to the club, she didn't really expect that to happen. But once it was happening, she kept grinding on his leg and orgasmed. <laughs> In, like, 30 seconds. It took no time at all. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome, though. Like, her facial expressions were so great. Yeah. Like, you know. She's just, awesome. Yeah. yeah. She just she, knew where it was going. She's definitely like, enjoying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, she definitely didn't stop herself. And yeah. then after it happened, she's like, all right, we got to get out of here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know she felt guilty as soon as it was over. Yeah. But yeah. in that moment, she's like, this is what I need. This is what I've been missing. This is what Kev's not giving me. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, and I think in her brain, she's like, "Well, it's harmless because I'm, you know, fully dressed. We're just dancing. I shouldn't be doing this, but this feels good." And I kind of really want to feel that yeah, orgasm right. again. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I think this is where it kind of gets confusing for V and probably for Kev later on. Like, was it cheating for her? I know Dre sort of posed that question last week. She's like, "Is V cheating this episode?" I don't know. What do you guys think? It's, it's it's so hard. It it's is such it's, it is hard because it's such a what is the word objective? It's such an objective mm-hmm. thing. I mean, there's a line obviously that you can't cross. Yeah. But in this case, we've always known V to be super loyal to Kev and vice versa. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Kev is the bee's knees to V. But at this point, like this one for me, I guess I probably would have to go ahead and say it probably is cheating, just because I think if you you know kiss somebody on the dance floor right there, I would call it cheating. Yeah. Right. So I guess if you have an orgasm, I will call it cheating. Yeah. Too. That almost but, might be a little worse. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> yeah, but you know, in typical their fashion, though, I think the way she handles it to me makes it like I definitely th- don't think it's it's. She- uh, a cheating offense that warrants like separation or divorce. Yeah, on my cheating scale, like it's something. It's something. <laughs> I'm that usually very strict. Glad you about. have one. <laughs> I do. Like my parents, the cheating happened in my family, so I'm a strict okay. one on cheating. You're out. But yeah, on but on right. that one, and meaning that she kind of really didn't mean to, and she was just trying to just dance. She didn't go out there with the intent of trying to you know do right. that, and just kind of got caught in the moment. Maybe it would have been I would different. Give her, I would give her a pass on yeah. that one. And maybe it would have been different if she stayed. And continued dancing yes. and had fun and didn't yes. realize that, oh, like, I that should not have yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that she tells him yeah. right away. Exactly. Yeah. I, I commend her for being honest. She fesses up. Yeah. She tells him. I mean, I feel like their relationship, despite how rocky it is at this point, is still really strong. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've been through enough where they can fight through it, where they can... They'll probably... 
there will be a rift for some point, mm-hmm. but I like to think that Kevin V will overcome this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's yeah. something that could easily be fixed if they really try. Right. Yeah. So I follow yeah. uh, Shanola Hampton. I'm sure you guys do. Who plays V on Twitter? And her fans. It was a. I would say 50-50 on yes, cheating, no, it wasn't mm. cheating. So I'll be really interested to see yeah. what our uh, fans say and what they what they think. Yeah. It's, I, I'm it's interested. difficult. Yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, yeah. you watch the show, you're watching along or talking along with us, so let us know what you think. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know either. I'm a little torn because <laughs> it wasn't intentional and she did leave right after. Mm-hmm. And she knows it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And I know she never wants to hurt Kev in that way. Yeah. Um, but clearly that look on his face at the end, I mean, he was devastated. Yeah. You could see it in his yeah. face. Well, I, I like the fact that she brought up, and I, I mean, I, I wrote that down as one of my quotes. I like that she said that was a cry for help from my coochie <laughs> saying things ain't right at home. Like, yeah. You know, so I think it, ultimately it did get them, it's going to get them the, the, to the point of addressing what they really need to address. I mean, it's a very normal situation, what they're going through, which, I mean, I don't have kids, but I've heard that a lot of people go through things like this, you know, and so I think it's something that they yeah. have to find a way to make the it's balance like, between being parents, but then still also having dates and still having sex and ha- still having those kind of things in the relationship and not making it all about the kids yeah. all the time. It's, it's going to yeah. be a compromise for both of them. Both of them are doing things that are going to, you know, that will make the other happier mm-hmm. if they, yeah. you know, fix things. Kev needs to let go a little bit and let yeah. somebody take care of the kids. And she needs to, she's, I think she needs mm-hmm. to help a little bit more yeah. with the kids. Yeah, I mean, totally. personally, I think she's avoiding it a little bit. I mean, Kev hasn't even been to the bar. It's all her now. And that was like his life. So yeah. it's a little weird to see them completely, completely switch. So I think yeah. they need to, yeah. you know, start compromising on. That's true. And, and Kev might throw her a bone because letting your baby suck off some other girl's nipple is also kind right, of Right, it's not like he hasn't done <laughs> exactly. anything weird either. So. Right, yeah. It's, it's very true. true. They're yeah. both not getting what they want out of this whole situation. You're mm-hmm. right, they do need mm-hmm. to meet in the middle for sure. But I feel like uh, at this point, V's doing most of the complaining. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, she's definitely she's the most vocal, which I think she needs to be in order to, you know, Kevin understand that... You know, this is what I'm feeling. This my coochie needs you. Like I need right. this. Right. So. He is being mm-hmm. a very good father, though. Totally. Yeah. That when yeah. he goes through the whole totally. um, scene where we see him saying, you know, Gemma, if she eats grapes, uh, grapes, yeah. she has diarrhea. Yeah. But you know, yeah. the, the other one doesn't. And he, and he and knows their cries. He can distinguish them by their yeah. cries when they wake up. Yeah. So he, I mean, he's being a very, very good father, mm-hmm. which is yeah. also awesome to see. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. I totally commend him for that too. Yeah, he's awesome. But man, that look he gave oh, just made me—it yeah. made me so sad for him. I know he's bummed. He's so bummed. Um, but let's see. That's all I have here for those guys. Um, let's jump on over to Lip and Amanda. Yeah, they're in Miami. Mm-hmm. Lip is visiting Amanda in Miami. She <laughs> flew him out there, and she also got him a limo back to her house. He's in shock. Yeah. Under yeah. shock of mm-hmm. everything he sees. I mean, you know, if, college, house. if college wasn't a culture shock enough, like right. being mm-hmm. in in a beautiful, rich home in a pretty nice city, I mean, that's definitely a culture shock for him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so he shows up, and she gives him a tour of the empty house because her parents aren't home yet. And the house is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. But the first place they go to, well, after the swimming pool and stuff, is her parents' bedroom. <laughs> At first, I thought it was her room. I was like, oh, that's so nice. Um, but she did not 
hesitate to tell him, like, let's have sex in my parents' bed before mm-hmm. they get here. And I forgot that this was a thing, but she basically hasn't had vaginal sex ever. Right. Yeah. So technically, yeah. she's still a virgin. I mean, in, you know, last season, she only really did, like, oral and mm-hmm. pretty right. much everything else. Right. But here she is asking Lip to just, you know, I'm not going to marry you. Like, you know, I like you, but let, let me practice for, you know, the man I end up marrying because yeah. that was my pledge to the to him so which interesting because um well first thing that she's also posting all this stuff on facebook yeah and like oh my facebook people right, say if i like, do all that then it doesn't matter if i save myself <laughs> yeah he's like why do you post that tmi yeah, girl yeah but you know i think it kind of answers some of our questions too i think their last week or the week before we were asking what we thought about their relationship if they were gonna you know be serious and try to stay <laughs> through the summer and thing and i got this sense when from the one episode when they were leaving school that that I felt like she did want more from that from him, you know, so, but I, apparently I was wrong. And because in this one, she makes it pretty clear that she is all just more out for, for fun and, yeah. you know, that we're not going to get married and just, I don't, just, yeah, Maybe. more for the good time. Yeah. yeah because, yeah. Yeah. Because when he starts uh, bonding with her dad, which I did not think was going yeah. to happen because he, Lip gets there and he still makes jokes like, do you have my $10,000? You know, and he locks the liquor cabinet. Exactly. But then he realizes that Lip's very smart. He wants to be an engineer and a mechanical engineer or aerospace. Mm-hmm. You know, he has a robotics, a bunch of different interests, but that's what the dad does. They have that in common. Yeah. So they start bonding, and then when she walks out of the garage after watching them look at all of the dad's inventions, she gives this, like, smile, like... Like, she's happy that they're, that like they're this getting along. Yeah, this is crazy. I didn't think this was going to happen. And that's kind of why I think she she want, wants it a little more than she leads on. I agree. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, she even told him, I like you. You know, it's there's no secret to that. And, you know, why would she go all, through all the trouble, like, have him fly out yeah. to Miami? Other than, you know, terrorizing her parents. Right. But still, there's something to say about you know, the fact that she's happy mm-hmm. to see him and, you know, that smile that she gave when she walked mm-hmm. out of the garage um, and the fact that she's always trying to take him away for cocktails. That family right. likes their yeah. cocktails, <laughs> which is funny. great. Um, but I, I was surprised, too, by the fact he was bonding with, with the dad. Yeah, I did not see that one coming that at cool. all. I like it yeah. because he offers him a paid internship exactly. already for the next yeah. summer. He says, I'll help you find one. It's, you know, another step for Lip yeah. to yeah. finding the career he really wants which is mm-hmm. what which is what made Lip sort of realize, like, because c- the dad said, you know, you're in a very serious p- class or profession mm-hmm. uh, choice, and and Lip sort of was kind of taken aback by that. I think it was a slap in the face, like, holy crap, I'm I'm going this route that I never thought I'd ever go, right? And I'm in this beautiful house with a rich family who could potentially be people that that could hook me up with this new life, mm-hmm. and it's kind of to him like, oh my god, like, do I really want that? Mm-hmm. You know? Right. So that I feel like in this episode, every single uh, like pair of people had like a look on their face, like at the yeah. end of their scene. <laughs> where I'm just like, oh my god, they're realizing something here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of the dad, uh, he's played by Ian Khan, who is also on uh, AMC's Turn, which was a okay. good show that uh, first aired last year, uh, first season. Uh, he was here in studio with us in one of our mm. Turn podcast episodes. So he was really cool. He plays George nice. Washington in turn. Uh, Ian Khan's a really nice guy. So if you're watching this, uh, <laughs> come on our show. <laughs> come back. We'll try to get him on here. He He's really cool. Maybe he'll come back. Um, but yeah, so we've got, we've got um, 
Amanda's family, and we meet her two younger sisters who both mm-hmm. have their own nannies. Yeah, yeah. that was really <laughs> funny. Lips like, do they really both need yeah. a nanny? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was a little much, maybe, but yeah. I guess if you yeah. got money. <laughs> yeah. And do with it what you what you want. <laughs> I just it just dawned on me that the dad is the only male in that family because yeah. she has an older sister as well. So for someone to come along, you know, as a male figure in, in the house other than himself, and who also shares his same passions, mm-hmm. that was like really exciting for him. Mm-hmm. So oh well, and we can't forget yeah. that the dad whips out a blunt. Yeah, um, under yeah. the. Yeah, yeah, the potted plant with the with his whatever styro- his yeah. styrofoam alternative yeah, that, invention. Right. And uh, I think Lip's like, yes, like, this is great. Yeah. So excited. And he's finally like, we're not so different, you and yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, that was that was really funny. <laughs> he was not mm. expecting that at all. No. Nope. Um, but yeah, I think the dad is pretty cool. I think he's going to play a role in maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, helping his career yeah. out. I hope. Helping his career. I hope he takes that offer. Yeah, me too. So, yeah. Um, that's it for Lip and Amanda. Another couple that we need to talk about is Fiona and Gus. Holy crap. Oh, Fiona, Fiona. Holy crap. <laughs> we were... So. Yeah. Go, no, you go ahead. You start. What? Leave yeah. us off. I, we were talking about this a little earlier. It was, like, too hard not to discuss it before we got Yeah. yeah. Got tell, to tell, me, tell me. Tell me. I don't know how I feel about... Okay, I do know how I feel. I She shouldn't have gotten yeah. married. Yeah. I think that was... I think it was good for the show because it was shocking, but she already regrets it. You can tell <laughs> at the end. She's like... Yeah. Washing whatever is in the in the sink once they get back to Gus's apartment, and she's like, "See, I, what did I yeah. just do?" I don't know if she necessarily regretted it, but I think she, through the whole time she did not think about her family. Yeah, yeah. she did not think, "Oh my gosh, how is this going to affect them?" I'm I'm sure, like you know, she actually cares. She cares about Gus, obviously, right? And the idea of marriage was more of like an excitement thing for yeah. her, but I think. She really believes that she could be happy with him. It's just, holy shit, my family, I forgot about the kids. You're right. I think, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that what I did is totally going to, you know, change our lives, everyone's lives. Well, and yeah. I think she feels like she can't even tell them because yeah. they're going to think she's insane. Yeah. Like, she, yeah, she, definitely. And, it, and it's just part that, like, I don't know. He just shows. I mean, first he just shows up. You know, and, and they're at breakfast, and he's there. You know, so it's, it's also like you. She's kind of. She is the mother figure. You also can't just do that stuff all the time to, to the kids. You know, right? Um, and I also found it weird just because she's just like, just ignoring <laughs> the fact that two weeks ago she was all into Sean, and so they're yeah, at the they're at the diner so talking about yeah, and just like right in front of him, you know, saying this stuff, and it's so for, so for me that was a big jump to go on. Yeah, because I was like, you there, know, there wasn't really much closure between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Where well, he's like, annoyed no. too. Yeah. yeah, you can tell he, he was, was a little jealous. Yeah. yeah, he was definitely making some comments about you know, oh well, next time uh, you you're gonna go get married, maybe you could call into work yeah. first yeah. and don't lie know. about it. Is what right? Yeah, because I mean, because we do see her start to do that stuff. All, again, you know, missing her shifts, just being irresponsible, just because she's just going with something that she mm-hmm. likes, yeah, and, you know, and it feels good instead of like taking the. Responsible I mean, there are definitely people, you know, when you know, you know. Yeah, my parents got engaged after three months, and they've still been together oh, nice. almost thirty years, That's which awesome. is awesome. It happens, but, but I mean, this is nine days, so yeah. it's a little, it's a little quick, especially because she keeps saying, you know, well, I really like being around you when we're not having sex. 
like the whole relationship mm-hmm. right now yeah, has been physical. physical. Yeah. So when they get some more alone time when that's not happening and he starts to, you know, see the family, family dynamic, mm-hmm. we'll yeah. see whether he wants to stick around, I guess. That's well, I true. I think she's also kind of trying to figure out what does it mean for the family because she, when she's like, oh, I'll, I'll clean the kitchen and he's like, okay, and there's one dish to do mm-hmm. in their kitchen where she's used to like having all these you mm-hmm. know, also, dishes to do. So I think that kind of triggered like, yeah. wait, now how is this going to work? Like where she, they're going to have to move all the kids into a house together and did, did she even think down the road about what was going to happen to them or how this was going to affect, you know, their lives? Yeah, like, it, it hit her in that moment. I love when they first walked into his apartment after her shift and it was just a a wide shot of the space he had it was Mm -hmm. so small Mm -hmm. and it was it was it was something not to be ignored because it's like you can't fit everybody here if this is where he wants to stay it can't just be the two of them like you can't bring the kids Mm -hmm. here so you're right Right. like they're going to you know are are they going to compromise and get a house is it even going to work out in the long run what does it mean for them and she was sold on the fact that his parents had been married Till now, after being engaged, you know, after meeting and then getting engaged two days later. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I think gave her a little boost of confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he takes after his family that way. And it seems like he would. seems like he does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good catch, or so he says. Yeah. I believe him. I do, too. I, th- I think he's definitely a good catch, I, and I think he's a good person for yeah. her. I just think that the decision wasn't, <clears throat> wasn't the right one. It wasn't one. the best. Nah. But if you remember when... Um, you, to me, I always remembered Fiona as, you know, being in love with someone isn't as big of a deal as, like, trusting somebody. Remember when mm-hmm. she told Jimmy Steve a few seasons back, like, I trust you, and that's bigger to me than love. Mm-hmm. And that's when Jimmy Steve, you know, we started learning about his secret life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but for her, she just straight up said, like, I'm falling in love with you. So I wonder if she actually trusts him 100% yet. I mean, it seems like she does, but that mm-hmm. to me was a little out of character for Fiona to just yeah. hmm. say that without, you know, telling him that she trusted him first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just used to that. Um, but yeah, so she's kind of going to struggle with that now, you know, deciding if what she did. They're just on a high of emotions. Yeah. They I think are. She, that the first time they're together, he sings that song that really catches her, mm-hmm. you know, catches her soul. And it's, it's such a perfect song for her. And I think just from that moment <clears> on, she's like, he knows me. He knows everything yeah. about me, and I don't. I don't think that's the case. So yeah, we'll see. I agree. Mm-hmm. I love how his last name is Fender. Yeah, yeah that was funny. I love that it too. With, the, love. with the P in but front, they, though. Exactly. They made Fender. it. They made it subtle enough, and they <laughs> added a P in front of his name so that Fender wasn't so coincidental. <laughs> uh, that was more coincidental. I wrote that down because mm-hmm. she said he said, "Oh, that's pa fucked up." And yeah. She goes, "No, that's pa fucking sexy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I can't lose my 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 job right <laughs> like that after she called out yeah those those their sex scenes were fun they mm-hmm. were fun to watch <laughs> um also fun to watch is frank and his oh, boy. quest to find out where the hell his money went because if you remember from last season after carl broke his leg he got a huge settlement of one hundred and twenty-one thousand mm-hmm. dollars from the insurance lady and we could start change the episode their lives. Yeah. yeah it could change his yeah. life could change our lives so we start the episode of him waking up in the middle of nowhere with pigeon poop all over his body. <laughs> so we know that he blacked out. Who knows what happened the night before? Um, he goes to the insurance lady's house. I forgot her name. Um, and he asks her where his money is. And she's like, you you got it. Like, it was delivered yesterday. It was Tuesday. He's like, what? Today's Tuesday. So uh, it was, turns out it's Wednesday. And he says, 
I don't usually black out unless I'm smoking crack, which later we find out he was when he gets into yeah, the Porsche like, that he bought for $60,000. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Frank goes through, he, he traces his steps back to see where his money was. <laughs> so he starts off with the insurance lady, and then he goes to the bank because she told him that he deposited I believe. Mm-hmm. But the bank says he cashed that money. So he's like, what the hell did I do with it? So he just stumbles into the bar out of nowhere, but mm-hmm. he gets, you know, praises from, from like the standing when he walks yeah. yeah, because he spent like $2,000 at the bar. So he starts deducting that money. He's like, okay, okay, that, I should have this much. Right. Um, he gets prompted to check his pockets where he finds uh, a, a set of keys for a Porsche, and he ends up finding that Porsche. So that's his next step. And decide, and he runs into Kermit, who was sleeping in the car the whole time. And turns out he spent the whole night with Kermit partying and stuff after the bar. And the car is and wrecked. The car, yeah, the car is wrecked. It's it's yeah. a mess. Like it's scratched. Everything is is Windshield's messed up. Cracked. Yeah. So um, Kermit mentions that they were in Chinatown for some dim sum. They go to this Chinese <laughs> restaurant, which has a sketchy downstairs. <laughs> And there's, you know, illegal gambling and, and hookers and stuff down there. And um, then we start getting the flashbacks of Frank and what he did the night mm-hmm. before, which was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Well, and it, you assume that he lost all of his money gambling. Yeah. And then you find yeah. out that he actually doubled his money gambling. And then he's going, well, yeah. then how the hell did I lose all this money? Yeah. <laughs> so after they leave the Chinese restaurant in his stupor, he goes back to this hotel room. And with the Chinese, with the hookers, the Chinese hookers, and he's told that he was hanging out with this guy named Diamond, the Buddy Diamond, who owns a company or an organization called Diamond Appreciations, which is such a, you know, misleading company name. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Um, So he calls Buddy Diamond because he left his card at the hotel. And Buddy's like, you made the best (laughs) investment. Come check it out. And Frank goes to find out that he invested in six prosthetic limbs for homeless children, which is amazing. Yeah. You know, it, what a great thing to invest your money in. And Buddy Diamond is so happy he did that. But Frank is like, hell no, because he needs that money to bring his brewery back yeah. up. So what does he know? Another situation of something you know, like, really good that could happen, and then they totally yeah. spin it and make it, like, inappropriate. Um, I know, he I was go- kind he of goes to, it. Yeah, this one little girl is getting a new prosthetic leg, and he says, I need my money back, and the and Diamond says, you can't have it back. We uh-huh. we bought all of these prosthetics for these kids. Isn't it great? And because then they goes, each cost $60,000. Right, right. And then he goes and steals this little girl's <laughs> prosthetic <laughs> leg. And she grabs on, and then he drags her around the oh room. Oh, my God. And then you see her one leg. And, I mean, it's just like. That's the part where I was sitting by myself in my living room watching this going, oh, no way. Yeah. Like, there's no way this is happening And right laughing now. hysterically. Exactly. Don't you feel bad yeah. sometimes laughing at this stuff? But that, yeah. it was, that was, like, yeah. the funniest part of the entire episode. It was funny. I mean, it, I mean, Frank is so desperate to get this money back. Mm-hmm. He'll do anything, clearly. Mm-hmm. I, I feel bad for the homeless kids, but I feel so bad for Frank. Not getting, yeah. I just thought it was a great, just such great writing on this one because it did. We kept like waiting and waiting and waiting to find out, you know, what happened to this. So <laughs> yeah. That made just that last moment of him fighting with that little girl just so so great. Yeah, you know? it was just the buildup like it's made it pay off. The Frank awesome. we all know and love. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah. he has a new liver, but he's certainly not a new man. <laughs> But that's Frank. That's his life. Mm-hmm. 
he needs he tries to get what he needs in any way possible by any means necessary mm-hmm. <laughs> um so we after that happens him and carl uh by the way carl was present for all of this <laughs> yeah right he saw all this happen Chinese hookers and all which which um which made Buddy Diamond think that this is why Frank did what he yeah. did because Carl's in crutches and oh whatever is your ailment yeah. I'm sorry oh, yeah Carl even is like dude my yeah. leg's not that it's like, bad it's fine <laughs> so brave um, by the way uh, Buddy Diamond was played by Sam Lloyd who's who's Ted the lawyer in Scrubs I love oh. him he's great I, I, it was cool to see him on something else I haven't seen him in a long time so. Um, so after the um, Diamond Appreciations Organization, they went to uh, they stopped in front of the building. I suppose it was like a like a whole establishment. It's in front of Delacroix. I read that on the building, so I thought maybe it was another hotel because there were there yeah, were bellboys. Exactly it looked like I could be wrong, but those bellboys ran over to Frank as he was sitting on the curb with Carl, and they started you know they punched him. But he <laughs> ran over Dimitri, yeah. so we find out that his last. The last thing he did, I suppose, was run over their friend Dimitri, who's in a body cast in the hospital. He's alive, thankfully, but that's why his Porsche was so banged up, was yeah. because he ran over Dimitri. <laughs> um, but they wanted him to pay for his his health care, mm-hmm. for his surgeries and stuff. Obviously, Frank is, is flat broke at this point, so he gives them the Porsche instead, and they reluctantly take it, but that was the end of Frank's night. Mm-hmm. We find out what what happened, so he lost everything. Just like that. Oh, Frank. All because he wanted to celebrate not being in the poverty line yeah. anymore. Right? Uh, I like how they end it, though. Uh, once the the hunt is over, him and Carl are sitting on the stoop of <laughs> the house drinking that $2,500 bottle of yeah. wine. And like, he Frank's chugging it, and then he finally gives it to Carl and is like, just drink it with yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, what's the point? What is This is left of my fortune. <laughs> right. Let me share it with you. But, Yeah. That's that for Frank. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll ever see that kind of money ever again. I don't think Frank can have money. And be yeah. coherent. I think yeah. he just changes his whole dynamic. Yeah. I mean, if he actually kept that $121,000, he still wouldn't <clears throat> invest it correctly or use it. I mean, he would have bought drugs and alcohol probably because that's that's, what, that's him. I, but does. I feel like mm-hmm. there will be people in that part of town who would have bought Milk of the Gods. He Like, Milk of the Gods was... He wanted to re re uh, right. He wanted to rebuild rebuild his, the brewery. Yeah. So I feel like if he did that, <laughs> I think he would have been successful to an extent. I think he would have made some profit. I mean, he would still be Frank, but yeah. it would have been something he could aspire to to complete and to do. And that would sure. have been interesting to see in terms of character mm-hmm. growth and trajectory. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. I hopefully will learn that side of Frank some at some <laughs> point. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. But um, that's kind of all I have for most of for all the characters. Do you guys have anything to add that we didn't touch upon yet? No, I we I think we covered a lot of it. Yeah, I think that was all I had, mm-hmm. except that I did like I just, just my favorite um, little ballad was Gus's Ballad of Sweaty Balls. <laughs> oh, yes. yeah, that I did was like funny. that one. I like that sweet moment of their opening, like you know they pan in on Fiona and Gus and they're just lying in the bed. Yeah. You know, it, it was cute. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, yeah, they're definitely cute together. Mm-hmm. I mean, he makes her feel sane like she said. And it's finally her her shot at like a normal relationship, mm-hmm. a normal part of her life. But yeah. Yeah. we'll probably see that that chaos will come back. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. Speaking of that, let's get into predictions. Maybe we can predict some of that chaos. And now, you're after <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> 
Go first, JJ. Go on. What do you have? All right, I have two. I think, uh, I think bad stuff is gonna <laughs> come for with Carl. I think he's really gonna get yeah. into this drug dealing stuff and uh, just get into a lot of danger and get himself way too deep. Yeah. Just, yeah. I think maybe he's either going to learn the lingo and then start selling and then doing really, really well. And then that's kind of what I think is going to happen. Yeah. And then he's going to, something's good. He's going to maybe get like been in a big, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I definitely think he's going to get in over his head and he's going to be in too deep with the wrong people. Yeah. And then one just popped into my mind (laughs) while we were talking today. And I have, I think that, um, I think Debs could get pregnant Ooh. from her rape. Is that possible? If he was, I mean, if the condom didn't still, work, if the con, and if that you would know, be a huge twist. I guess she did wear. Yeah. She, have a, <laughs> she did have. Did use a condom? Yeah, but I mean, but, who knows what could happen? Anyway, I was just the only reason I thought of that. I was like, oh, wouldn't that be interesting? Because she said make the Planned Parenthood appointment. Right. Yeah, they were instead of getting birth control, if she had to go through yeah. an abortion or something like that. So you never maybe, know. Maybe I mean, this show could maybe. go anywhere. Yeah. 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 What do you uh, got, Haley? I don't know. I I think that Fiona is going to end up cheating on Gus with Sean again. I, I don't mm. think that relationship's over just yeah. yet. That's a good one. So they probably did that on purpose, not kind of close that storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you, yeah, I mean, they had no closure whatsoever. So I, I don't think I don't think that's done. Yeah. I don't know. And then Jimmy Steve's still in there yes. somewhere. Like, he's not, he's definitely yeah. not gone forever, he's too. Back, so, for that's sure. why I wondered if she has to even get this annulled or something. Yeah. Because for him to be able to come back and, yeah, right, them end up together. Well, and we, we didn't see the girl in the, uh, in the restaurant Angie. again, Angie, yeah. giving her money. So she'll, she'll be back, I think, too, at some point to continue that storyline. That's yeah. true. It's not done yet either. Yeah. I don't think this marriage is going to be perfect by yeah. any means. Um, I think that once Lip finds out Fiona got married, um, that combined with the fact that maybe he's unsure of this life that he's going down, you know, you know, getting a career and getting a degree and stuff, getting a good job, um, it's going to be easy for him to come back home. And maybe not because he's mad at Fiona, or maybe not because he thinks that she won't be able to stay home and take care of them, but because maybe he wants her to live like a, a normal life, a nice life with a nice man. So maybe he'll come back and stay in Southside Chicago and not go back to school and sort of throw that part of his life away for a while. Well, and we didn't talk. We did see in the trailer that he's shooting up Exactly. He with, came back and... Mickey. Yeah. yeah. It seemed yeah. like he was sort of in this, um, you know, that, that lifestyle that he was, that it looked like he was trying to get away from before. Mm-hmm. Well, and mm-hmm. he, the, those two are battling over who's more uh, <clears throat> Southside, yeah. is that what they're saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. And they totally set him up. You can see him running from the yeah. cops. So that's true. You know, I'm hoping he doesn't uh, screw everything up. Yeah, some too. crazy things in Lip's future. That's yeah, for sure. All right, guys. Well, Woo-hoo. that's it for our episode four recap for Shameless season five. Um, again, if you guys really liked this podcast, please go ahead and click that subscribe button. And if you liked hearing us talk and want to see <laughs> us and hear us talk more, you can follow us on Twitter. My name is Joyce. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at J-A-J-O-U-R-I. And uh, JJ, where can everyone find you? I'm at uh, Twitter at JJ Jurgens, Instagram Jurgens JJ, and my blog, uh, blog TomGirl.TV. And then you can follow me on Twitter at Haley Clover and also on Instagram at Haley Clover. Cool. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.